cryptocurrencies um, allows us to go peer to peer with everything. You know, the transactions, you want to buy something in Bitcoin, I would go through the bank, there's something called the person, say how much, uh, I get a wallet address, I can answer the money, I get my currency. Um, the, the problem we have is that the centralized exchanges still exist. And it's centralized exchanges that must disappear before we can be totally free to be who we are. And this cryptocurrency induces where we get to choose our currency. We're not told by a government what currency we can use. We're not told by a bank what currency we can use. We get to choose. If we want privacy, we choose a privacy one. If we want something that's virtually free, we choose a coin with very low transaction costs. Uh, if we want something that retains a value, we pick and choose those that we think will retain the value. Uh, but it's up to us. We have that freedom choice when crypto is, is complete and, and the universe is accepted. So the centralizing changes are our weak point. See, governments cannot cut down or cannot stop the transaction between two people who are buying something from Monero, for example. They're virtually uh, complete buys. They know who. Neither the originator or the receiver of the transaction, the nature of the transaction, the amount of the transaction, nothing. So that's great. But at some point, we need to transfer to some other currency. And for that, we need the exchange. For example, we want some fiat currency. We need to buy bread at the local grocery store that does not accept Bitcoin. So this is our weakness. Because centralized exchanges exist in the real world in some location or another. It's exchanges in China, it's, uh, the exchanges were very happy but when China shut them all down, then it's very easy. You could turn off the electricity to the building, or simply go in the building and arrest everybody, or destroy the machines. So having a truly decentralized currency, a truly decentralized system with centralized exchanges creates a weakness where governments can in fact shut us down. Now, decentralized exchanges are coming, and they're coming with, with greater and greater frequency and greater and greater utility. When we have truly decentralized exchanges, then we will be totally free from the threat of government intervention, of stopping us from government regulation, free from everything, free to choose ourselves what we wish to do with our currencies. However, until that happens, we are stuck with a, a situation where the most corrupt uh, power structures are not those outside the crypto world, but those inside the crypto world. If you doubt that, then you simply have not been using exchanges. Um, they have enormous power. You can put your money in, they can choose to do what they want in terms of time. Uh, they may not give you money back at once, or they may not have. I think the greatest benefit of all of our changes is the BTC. Um, we've had hundreds upon hundreds of complaints. Uh, they don't even bother to respond. It's just like the support does not exist. It's almost like a, a vacuum into which you put your, your tokens or your money and it simply disappears, and that's it. And, and many of these exchanges are obviously scams. Um, we have to fix this problem, and we have to fix it now, else we, we're going to sink the end of the story. Uh, we, have to, we have to support those uh, projects, those organizations that are building 
doesn't have any basically cryptocurrency that is still controlled internally by centralized exchanges. It's done nothing. It's really taking money from one uh, corrupt structure and putting it into another corrupt structure. And in the interim, centralized exchanges have to be responsive to us, to the users. Even though they are uh, impossible to control from a user standpoint, they still exist somewhere. Many of them exist in, in governments where they are protected legally from uh, any sort of recourse. But we can't sue them, we can't even find them. We try to find the, the, the name of the CEO of UPTC, I define it, or the location, I define it. Uh, this is a very frightening to me, and this should be to all of you, that our, our currency is, is dependent upon these exchanges that have become so powerful that they are just as corrupt as the system that we are fighting. So this, this is one of the things I wanted to, to make people aware of. We have to. We have to move to decentralized exchanges, which means, what is a decentralized exchange? Um, it is an exchange uh, where there is no central server. There is no location you can go to to point to the exchange. It's a collection of tens of millions of people, all with their smartphones or their computers or their laptops, acting as a part of that exchange. So if one or two of these people are removed, or one or two of these, these laptops are removed, or even if hundreds or thousands or even millions are here, it has absolutely no effect on the exchange process. It is still there, still functioning. It is not located in any one country, in any one building, in any one person. It is not controlled by any one agency. It is purely decentralized peer-to-peer -peer exchange. Now, a very powerful concept, very difficult to implement. And there are many that are implementing this process as we speak. Um, they must be supported, we must move to them, and we must abandon the centralized complex that we have today, taking away the power, the, the enormous power that exists. So uh, the, the most important thing is to wrap your head around the total system. Those of you who use Bitcoin and Ethereum to buy things, you're perfectly happy with the fact that you're buying this, you're buying that, and you get your goods. Um, but at some point, you're going to want some money back in fiat or in some other currency you want to exchange something. Uh, and at that point, you have lost control. You've totally lost control, and you are now in the power of the centralized exchange structure. So the way I used to and the way I continue to, uh, to do these talks is I, I briefly you know, ramble on as I've been doing for a few minutes and then ask the questions from the audience which tends to fill up a great deal of time and focus as I go on more importantly on your issues that uh, you'd like to uh, talk about. So if there's a microphone somewhere, I'd like to be passed around, I'd be happy to start talking or answer questions. If not, I'll just ramble on forever. So let's see if someone has a question. Very hand raised. I see one. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a microphone somewhere? I see quite a few. Is there a microphone? Or do you want to get up and just yell at your questions? Or anybody in the support can help there?